The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's go to uh, Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, This was the first rewatch that I had of the week because I'm the number one Titans fan that's actually not a primary Titans fan, probably because the Eagles stink. So I'm kind of shifting my focus here as the year goes on. And uh, I I just had to know what the hell happened to the Titans. And let me tell you, Joe Burrow was so damn good in this one. And this was everything you wanted to to see from him and thought that, you, you know, he might be. And I think the most impressive thing in this one, and look, he's not the most athletic guy and never was. But in the modern NFL, you have to be able to create outside of structure, and Burrow had some excellent and beautiful escapes in this one. The Titans shot Jadavion Clowney free through the A-gap on a blitz, and Burrow just calmly spins out, avoids the sack, dumps it off with Justin Simmons bearing down on him, turns a 7- or 8-yard loss into a 1- or 2-yard game. That matters. And that wasn't even the best one of the day, which I think uh, everybody saw where he escapes Harold Landry twice in the same play, then shakes off three more dudes, including Clowney, by the way. And, and for you, gentle listener, if you don't have a lot of time on your hands to watch the Bengals, trust me, I get it. I had I, This is like the first year I've watched him in probably three years, which is why I was so surprised by Tyler Boyd, uh, Tyler Boyd and how good he is. But if you just want to get to the meat and potatoes of this performance here, just watch him on third and fourth down. Just watch those snaps because with that, you'll see him escape pressure on the 24-yard toe tapper to T. Higgins. The quick release to the flat to Auden Tate, which is the same idea and concept that Daniel Jones threw 10 years late in the game-ending two-point conversion against the Bucs. Uh, a great job holding the middle linebacker to create space on a slant for a conversion. The touchdown to Tyler Boyd where Jonathan Joseph, who is now cut, inexplicably gave up his outside leverage. Another Boyd throw where Boyd had one of the craziest reaction times that you'll see. And a clutch throw on third and six up against the two-minute warning on a perfectly placed back shoulder fade to Auden Tate in a clutch situation. So there is a little bit of everything in those conversions. The accuracy, the quick decision-making, created on his own, escaping pressure, and so on. And that'll give you a good feel of why I'm raving about him in this one, because the dude came up big in big situations and did it in a lot of different ways. Kyle, I think my question to you on this one as we reach the midway point of the season for a lot of these teams Right now, if you had to predict Rookie of the Year, are you going with Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, and 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 why? How do they match up? You know, with your eye test. Man, that's tough because everything Burrow does up until the point he releases the ball is as good as it gets. <laughs> like he is so smart before the play, like just getting his team in the right situation. Like that is a big part of quarterbacking. He also does a great job of not getting flustered, as you mentioned, when they're because. I mean, the Bengals are great at allowing free rushers or just any sort of pressure because for whatever reason, they think going empty is the best way to help their quarterback. Uh, newsflash, it is not. Um, but he, we just see time and time again, he either avoids rushers or he just has a, a subtle slide in the pocket where he either climbs it, steps back, just does whatever it takes to buy the receivers more time. And time and time again, he, he just puts the receivers in a good spot and he gives them a chance. And that's another thing a lot of guys don't really do is they, he gives like T Higgins, the the one near the sideline where it almost seemed like it was going out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But T Higgins was the only person that had a chance because the defender has his back to him. Quarterbacks don't understand when the defender has his back to you, they're not going to be able to make a play on the ball. So like from that point of view, love what Burrow does. But when he throws the ball past 15 yards, um, it's a knuckleball. Like, there's no other way to put it. It's not going very fast at all. It's, and it's like he's, he's throwing a like a paper towel roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's led to a lot of pass breakups, or it just gives the defense a chance to make a play on the ball. So that's going to hurt him. And it's so obvious too. And that's probably why 
you know, Herbert might have the edge. And and that seems kind of short-sighted just to say just because Herbert has a better arm. But, yeah. I mean, he, he does make a lot of big plays as well. He, he also, as we saw this past week, he's going to, you know, he's still not making the greatest decisions down the field. But yeah. I just think overall this season through the first eight games, Herbert has made more plays and he has given his uh, team a better chance down the field and just with his explosive plays. So I think that's going to stand out more. So I would lean Herbert just by a little bit. Yeah, I mean, their records as starters is is basically the same at this point. They're almost identical in completion percentage. Herbert has the uh, higher touchdown rate, but also the higher interception rate. You mentioned his decision-making there. Uh, adjusted net yards per attempt leans hard for for Herbert, and he's giving you slightly more as a runner. So, like, if I'm calling it today, I'm probably saying it's Herbert. Uh, but I think ultimately Joe Burrow kind of walks away with this thing. And I got to give a lot of credit to uh, Pete Sweeney, my co-host of Monday Football Monday and also of Arrowhead Pride, for calling this upset over the Titans, and I know he's letting it ride with the Bengals for the rest of the season. So if they see that win total go up, I think Burrow has an even bigger chance. So I think it goes Burrow, although I will say that Herbert has a distinct advantage in the deep passing game too. But I mean, Burrow has been better in that department, at least more productive over the last two weeks. Uh, I, I make fun of him, call him baby arm Burrow. But, you know, <laughs> if as long as he can get it there and 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 with the right touch, with the right accuracy, I think he'll be fine. But that that gap, that deep passing gap production is starting to close over time. Um, I, I'll kick back on one of the things you said as far as the protection goes. I think why they do it, Kyle, like at LSU, Burrow had the most five-man protections frequency-wise, numbers-wise of all the quarterbacks in the draft coming out. That's what they like to do with him at LSU. LSU also had a great offensive line. Now the Bengals don't, but, but I think they're trying to make it to where this is what Burrow's comfortable with. He's comfortable with five-man protections. He's comfortable with knowing where the, where the blitz is going to come from, where the free rusher is going to come from, and then being in any smart enough to get it out in time and in rhythm to to one of his guys, he knows he knows where to go with it. So I get that it is going to get you killed every now and then, but I I really just think that that's where Burrow's comfortable. If if you were to say like, all right, let's let's stop doing more of the the five man productions, let's start doing. Would you roll him out more from under center? Like what what would you kind of do with him? More RPOs? What what would you like? Well, five man protections and empty when I have. Um, undrafted free agents on the line is probably not the greatest idea yeah, to start. Yeah. So I, I know, but like it, it, le- it lets him kind of see where he's sure. going to get killed from and get rid of it, you know, which is fair. I, I do. I do agree <laughs> with that. Um, yeah, no, RPOs would be a great idea. And I imagine they could enter just or throw more screens, more quick hitters, more yeah. like, you know, Hank cost you just real basic one-on-one to get the ball out of his hand stuff. So those are easy concepts that I would like to see Burrow. And that'll just help him out, see the field. It'll make life easier for him moving forward. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.